everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend on Spotify or wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. I am the host, Josh Sanchez, and the purpose of Your Spiritual Best Friend is to connect spirituality, mental health, and astrology all in one because it's important for everyone to realize that we are all on our own spiritual journey at the end of the day. So the more we open up, the more we are able to connect with each other and grow as a collective society. So sit back and relax and enjoy your spiritual best friend. Hey everybody and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend. I am your host Josh Sanchez and welcome to the 101st episode of Your Spiritual Best Friend. Our topics for today, just giving you guys a good little rundown of today's podcast, whether you're listening on Instagram Live. Um, I apologize, I could not go live on YouTube. I had some technology problems. So instead of doing that, I just figured I can do a quick little podcast for you guys today. So on Instagram Live, you guys will just stay tuned for this first part. Um, but for the rest of the podcast, we're going to talk a lot about Venus being in Leo and in retrograde. What does that mean for you guys based off of your rising sign? And also, we're going to get into our weekly tarot card reading. And also, I have a very special announcement that I want to start this recording with for this podcast. So without further ado, I'll just drop you guys with some really good news so over the course of the past couple of weeks, I've been looking to find ways to expand my spiritual practice. So what I'm trying to do is now I'm going to work at a crystal shop in Newark, Delaware. So it's called Find Your Harmony. Um, so, <laughs> oh, wait, so real quick. So someone's already commenting already on, on Instagram live. <laughs> oh, goodness. But yeah, so just I want to start this podcast though with just a very special announcement, though. So. Starting in the 25th of July, yeah, so the 25th of July when I come back from my flight, I am going to start working at a crystal shop in Newark, Delaware, so it is Find Your Harmony. So if you guys just check out that, so it's Find Your Harmony, I'm going to work there from 3 to close, and from here on out, I'm going to work Tuesday nights there from 5 p.m. to close, and then also I'm going to do weekends in the fall every Saturday from 11 a.m. to I would say about probably 3, 4 p.m. Um, students, if you are a student, you get a discount. Um, if you're a regular adult, so it's a half hour session, I'm going to do your astrology chart. And also I got tarot cards as well if you guys are interested in that. So that is my special announcement. So I start that when I fly back from Texas on Tuesday. So I have a lot of stuff, you know, looking forward to uh this coming for the end of summer and also for the fall and winter and all that stuff too. So if you guys want to come out, hang out, answer any of your questions, I charge for students. I'm going to charge $15 for students for a half hour. Um, for adults, I'm going to charge $25 for a half hour. So again, I can also lower up the price depending on income. So, you know, I don't want to charge you guys too much. Um, but that's what the plan is moving forward. So I'm going to work at Find Your Harmony. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to be there Tuesday nights and Saturdays. So very exciting news for the podcast, my spiritual practice and all of that stuff, too. So my form of payments, cash app, 
Venmo, Apple Pay, and also I'll do cash tip as well. So that is how it's going to roll to roll for these next couple months. I'm super excited. And, uh, you know, just reach out to your local community. You'll really be surprised the opportunities um, you'll have there. But I wanted to first start the podcast with that. And for my Instagram live people, I'm going to do, you know, one quick topic and I'm going to end and call that a stream. If you guys want to listen to the rest of the podcast, it'll be an audio format um, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So I wanted to first give you guys a little update. What does Venus in retrograde mean? Before I even describe what Venus retrograde means, first, I need to let you guys understand what does the term retrograde mean, right? So whether it's Mercury or another planet or anything, planets are normally rotating, right? One specific way. So whenever a planet is in retrograde, it is moving backwards. Okay, so starting July 22nd, all the way until like around September 3rd, Venus is going to be moving backwards. It's going to be in retrograde and it's going to be in the sign of Leo, So Leo, again, is ruled by the sun. So if you guys have any Leo placements, you might feel it there. But for this podcast, based off of your rising sign, I'm going to see, you know, let you guys know where you might feel the energy. So like I mentioned before, right, Leo is a very passionate, fiery type of energy. It's ruled by the sun. So the idea of creation, creativity, expansion, right? That's what's normally going down when Venus is in in Leo. But when it's going backwards and when it's in retrograde, these could be flaws or things that we're trying to work on and strive towards. And that's something it can be a good opportunity and maybe just an opportunity for you guys to be aware of how your relationships are in your life, whether that is with family, whether that's with friends, is old stuff getting brought up. You know, depending on what energies in your chart, you might feel it more in this particular avenue. So without further ado, now that I explained a little bit of what Venus and Leo means, we're going to get into a little bit of the houses and how that's going to affect you guys. So first, we're going to start with Leo Risings, obviously, because, again, Leo, right? That's the sign that's affecting like that's going in the retrograde. So for my people that are Leo risings, again, in your rising sign is the energy that you strive towards, the energy that you want to present to people. So in your first house, right, that is where you're going to feel this energy. So it's all in that sense of self, right? So when it comes to identity, your physical being, your ego, you got to assess and think about your relationship with yourself and also think about, you know, are the people around you building that sense of self for you? Are they helping you with your ego or are they bringing you down? So for my Leo rising people, that's where you guys are going to feel that energy. Next, we're going to go into cancer rising. So for my cancer rising people, you guys are going to feel Leo's energy in your second house. So this involves, again, you know, material possessions, uh, money, belongings, financial responsibilities, right? So this is, again, that sense of material and possession. That's a big thing. Not just money, but money does play a big part of it. So you guys are going to feel this energy there. So maybe work relationships are something you guys might need to look at. Maybe even, you know, your relationship with money in general. Is it a healthy one? Is it a non-healthy one? Are you making mistakes 
that you used to make in the past involving money or material possessions. That's something for you guys to look at and just think about over the next six weeks because Venus is going to be in retrograde all the way until September 3rd. My next people, so as we're going along the the signs, after Cancer comes Gemini. So for my Gemini Risings people, you guys are going to feel Venus and Leo's retrograde in your third house. So this involves, you know, your local community. This involves communication, peers, right? So a good question to ask you guys, you know, for you guys to think about is like when it comes to friendships, when it comes to, you know, your communication style with the people you care about, how is that? Do you feel like you're a good communicator? Is old stuff getting brought up? If, you, if you've if you been putting in the work, you might be feeling it now. Or if you haven't, you may be like, dang, I'm making the same mistakes again. So the overall sense of communication is big here. And also your local community. So think about your peers locally. You know, is old stuff getting brought up? Is old people trying to reach out? That was a once part of your local community. So for Gemini Risings, that's something for you guys to think about. Next, we got, so we got, as we're go, as we're continuing, next we got Taurus rising. So you guys are going to feel this energy in your fourth house. So this involves, again, sense of home, family, belongings, right? So this is where, again, family relationship stuff, you know, this, this stuff right here, it might get brought up. So if you have old problems with family or even, you know, current problems with family, this is an opportunity or this is a, a time period where you might be having to address those things, you know, and it can be uncomfortable, especially with family stuff. But just be aware of that. Next, we got Aries rising. So if you guys have if you guys are an Aries rising, you're going to feel this energy in your fifth house, which involves the creativity aspect of it. So. You can think of creativity as physical creation, especially in relationships. You might have an added pressure to, you know, reproduce or you might have, you know, questions over it. Or it could be, you know, just the idea of creativity. How is your how is your relationship with creativity? Are you creating new projects? Is that something you struggle with? Do you need to work on that confidence there? So for my Aries risings, this is where you're going to feel that energy. For next, as we're continuing, so after Aries comes Pisces, Pisces risings, you guys are going to feel this energy in your sixth house. And this involves, again, health, physical health, values, daily routines. So this is where you're going to question your daily routines, right? So when it comes to daily habits, are you taking care of yourself, you know, or do you have confidence in what you're doing? Do you need to find that confidence in what you're doing? Do you have people that help influence you with that? That's something for you guys to just think about and assess, you know, if you've been in relationships where you did not take care of yourself or you had a partner that did not emphasize that or try and bring you down, this stuff might be resurfaced. All right. So for my Pisces rice uh, risings, people six house. Next, we got Aquarius rising people. So you guys are going to feel this energy in your seventh house. And this involves partnerships, commitments, right? So you guys might be feeling this a little bit more than usual, that sense of partnership. There might be old people trying to come up and want to be a part of it. 
but the whole idea of committed are these people committed in your life so for my aquarius rising people that's where you guys might feel this venus being in in leo um and in retrograde is you know you got to question that sense of commitment right next we got as we're continuing my capricorn risings you guys are going to feel this in your eighth house so this involves intimacy the idea of intimacy so physical intimacy emotional mental all of the forms of intimacy right so this is where again and also trauma could be brought up past traumas so when it when it comes to relationships especially if you've been in a traumatic one you know it might be resurfaced in these next six weeks you know might not be the person but it might be those feelings that you once felt in that previous relationship so that's just something for you guys to think about so for sag rising so i'm a sag rising um, we're going to feel this in our ninth house. So that involves, again, our idea of travel, expansion, um, higher end learning, new opportunities. So during this time period, this could be a really good time period for you guys, you know, to expand and, you know, find, make new relationships, whether that's with work. But it's again, it's, it's helping you expand and grow yourself and even question the people or the things that have prevented you from growing in the past. So that's for my Sag rising people. We're almost done. We got three houses left and we got a really good flow going. Next, after Sagittarius comes Scorpio. So Scorpio risings. You guys are going to feel this retrograde in your 10th house. So this again involves reputation, legacy, achievement. So a big sense of career here is in the 10th house. I know I mentioned in the fourth house, like there's material possessions and money. The 10th house puts a more emphasis on sense of purpose and career. So do you have the right people in your life that have, that is helping elevate you with that, that sense of self in your career? That's something for you guys to really think about. And then the next one we got, we got Libra risings. You guys are going to feel leo's energy especially in venus and retrograde in your 11th house which involves humanitarianism which involves you know like bigger sense of community technology so the idea of the common good future oriented so for my libra risings the sense of future relationships right can they be impactful do they have deeper meaning are they helping you are they, do they have a good sense of community? Are they bringing that community together? That's something for you guys to think about. And last but not least, Virgo Risings. You guys are going to feel Venus and Leo's retrograde in your 12th house, which involves the spiritual realm, things that go beyond your five senses, things that might not even make sense. So this is where, again, you might tap into your intuition more or question your sense of intuition. And also, you know, spiritual practices, something to think about. Do you have a good relationship with spiritual practices? You know, like, again, Venus is all about relationships and love, right? So all, depending on the house number, right? Different forms of love. So that's pretty much I just want you guys to think about. So depending on your rising sign, right? We just went through everything. This is what we might expect and this is what we might feel. So for my Instagram live people, I'm going to wrap up and, you know, hopefully you guys can take some of the things I've learned. And if you want to know your rising sign, I have a really good website. And also you can schedule now a session with me. I will be at a crystal shop 
this next Tuesday, the 25th from 3 p.m. all the way to, I believe, 7, 8 o'clock at night. So you guys can come on and hang out with me. And also I'll be there that weekend, the 29th, that Saturday from 11 to 3 p.m. So you guys can come out if you guys are, are, are local and around. But if you guys are, you know, far away, you can also schedule a virtual um, Zoom call too. So if you want to learn more about your astrology chart, where Venus in retrograde might affect you and all that stuff, feel free to just reach out. I'll help you guys out and all that stuff. But that concludes the first topic of today's podcast. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about our weekly tarot card reading and wrap everything up. So for my Instagram live people, peace for my pot. If you want to listen to the full podcast, just tune into the, uh, to the audio part. But for now, this is Josh taking a very quick break. Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Podcash as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Podcash gave away over $100,000 to up-and-coming podcasters as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters. We know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground and running, but with Podcash, it's a great way to get cash and best of all, It's all free for your podcast. So if podcasting has been on your to-do list or you're already a podcaster, go to podcast.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. That's again, podcast.com, P-O-D-C-A-S-H.com. I hope to see your future podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the second and final topic of today's podcast. So earlier I talked about Venus being in retrograde and how that's going to affect you guys based off of your rising sign. So now we're going to end the podcast with just doing our weekly tarot card reading and overall interpretation of the reading. So sit back, relax, grab something cool, grab maybe even a piece of paper if you guys want. So our question, like always, what energy should I be and my podcast listeners be expecting for this next up and coming week? So I already did one shuffle and ancestors already are ready to talk. So we got one. Let's do one more shuffle and then we are good. All right, guys. So let's do this. So if you guys, you guys always know how we how we've been doing this. And again, thank you, ancestors, again for another opportunity for us to you know connect and share and grow and continue to be your amazing selves. First card we got, we got two of wands. We got the death card, and we also have a five of pentacles. So first, we'll start with two of wands. So. All right. Two of Wands. Decisions, discovery, personal power. The Two of Wands is the do I say or do I go card. It is a card of possibilities, personal freedom and choice and represents two paths and you with the ability to choose. 
Are you dissatisfied and ready to find a new routine? Rich, which road will you travel down? Will the grass really be greener on the other side? There are serious decisions to be made, but thankfully the two of wands suggest you are well equipped to making tough calls. You truly have a world in your hands. Now you must figure out what you need to do with it. So pretty much this next week or, you know, this, yeah, this week coming up, you guys might be feeling and also myself, right? We might be feeling we have to make a decision between two paths and it's something serious that we need to think about, right? And we need to question. But the key thing is you guys are in control of whatever you decide to do. So whatever that decision is, feel free to comment on the podcast as well. If you guys have any decisions that need answers, you know, because it can be scary making a decision. But again, you are in control. The next card we got is the death card. So not to worry, guys, when people think of death, they're like, oh, goodness, it's the worst thing ever. But honestly, death could be, you know, an end of a cycle. It could be an end of, you know, whatever. So here we go. And the key thing here is it's upside down. So that's another thing, too, we will monitor. So death, keywords, ending of a cycle, transitions, getting rid of excess, resolutions. First things first, don't be afraid if you've pulled a death tarot card. Death is one of the most feared cards in the deck, but this is normal since most people fear dying and any card representing such a thing, right? It's it's viewed negatively. Thankfully, it doesn't have to be so. The death represented by this card is almost always a symbolic one. It symbolizes the end to situations and connections that no longer serve us in a positive way. It indicates completing a chapter, putting the past behind you, and cutting out what is unnecessary. It can also signify a transition or middle ground between one phase of life and the next. The key is to welcome the death card instead of avoiding it. What path is number 13 trying to point you toward? After all, there's no new beginning without an ending. And the fact that this thing is, this death card is upside down for me, is telling me that this could be like a really new beginning opportunity. I know for myself, because I know I'm I'm going away for Texas to see, uh, to see my girlfriend, which I'm really excited for. So like the idea, you know, of starting life out there, there's a lot of new beginnings and stuff there for me. But there's also, you know, going to be challenges, right? And being able to let go of certain things and letting go of the past and certain things. Um, So the fact that it's upside down, I'm going to take a mixture of the two and say, you know, I wouldn't say fully an end of a cycle, but I would also say, you know, a beginning of a new one. So for my people listening, I want you to think about is a cycle. Do you feel like a cycle is ending for you or do you feel like you have a bunch of new opportunities coming your way? Um, so that's the energy we're going to feel, right? But we need to be patient with ourselves and let it go, right? Like let the past go and accept, right? So the fact that this card's upside down, we could be feeling the opposite. So just be aware of that. And then the last card we are going to talk about is five of pentacles. So let's see here. Two, four, five. No, sorry. I was way off. Ten of pentacles. Wow, I'm way off today. Ten of Pentacles. This involves inheritance, a strong foundation, good family life. The Ten of Pentacles paints a picture of how wonderful life can be when everyone in the family is doing well. It represents both financial security and happiness, the best of both worlds. When this card appears, a big event or celebration is near. 
Long-term security and stability are also looming it. It ultimately tells of inheritance, a a windfall, and riches. If you own a business or have an idea for one, this card suggests that it'll grow into an empire much bigger than what was expected. It can also predict some type of financial stability coming from an unexpected source. So this is again, so financially, guys, you guys, this might be a great week for you guys. Something unexpected might be happening in terms of money and finances and, you know, maybe a career opportunity expands. Like I know for myself, like I'm starting this, I'm going to start doing astrology and tarot card readings for people, you know, and who knows where that's going to take me, you know, but we'll, we just have to take it, you know, day by day. And hopefully with this luck of these cards, you know, I can start to expand. So our overall takeaways from the reading, big decisions coming up, you have two paths. The death card being upside down could either mean for you guys ending of a cycle and you're avoiding it or the or the opposite, a bunch of new beginnings coming your way. So that's something to think about. And then financial success from the Ten of Pentacles. So a very uplifting and positive reading. So what do you guys think? You know, what do you how are you guys feeling? Is there any important decisions that you guys have to make currently? I know for myself, that's something I've always been thinking about, you know, eventually moving out and living with my girlfriend, you know, like that's something that I really want to do. And I know once I'm done school, I'll have the opportunity to do that, you know. So what's your big life decision? Feel free to comment and post on the podcast. But if you guys are a fan, love it, love the content and all that stuff, please like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Your subscriptions will help boost the podcast overall. I apologize for my YouTube people. I'll be back next week when I come back. I'll do a live podcast and, you know, make up for my technology difficulties. But I hope you guys have a wonderful week. You stay safe. Follow the podcast on social media. It's all my link tree, which will be in the show description. Stay safe, everybody. And again, remember, you're in control of whatever decisions you decide to make. But this is Josh officially signing off.